And I thought to myself, I never thought that about my parents. I thought they were pretty smart. I just wanted to do it my way. I wanted to have my freedom. Do you like freedom? You want to do what you want to do? How many like freedom to do whatever you want? No questions asked. I, I'm, I'm talking with Henry's. I'm not talking about going out sinning. I, I'm talking about you want to do what you want to do. You want to watch your show when you want to. Man, TiVo and all these other things. Now, I mean, you just watch it when you want to. You go to the restaurants. You get what you want when you want it. I, I've used this as an illustration over and over when I was a kid. Burger King said, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce. Uh, and we used to sing, shut up, lady, don't upset us. Let us have it our way. <laughs> we want our way. And we want it to be just exactly. I tell Shelly, I don't know why I always get off on food. I tell her about spaghetti. I said, don't make spaghetti unless we can do it like I like it. I don't like Peyton's spaghetti. And sometimes mom's spaghetti. I still love them. They're still going to make it to heaven. I just don't care for their prego and sauce. I like Hunt's. I like the Hunt sauce. And, and so I like it with, with angel hair. And, and Shelly, God love her. She's a great cook, but she doesn't know how to separate the noodles. And, and, and she doesn't like to put butter in them. And, and so they'll be loose and everything. And so they're always sticky. So I come along and decide, and I, I throw butter in there, and it, it fixes it. Anyway, back to spaghetti. This is a sermon about spaghetti. Get ready for it. Freedom in spaghetti. Hallelujah. Angel hair noodles, but I like Italian sausage, and I like it hot, mixed with hamburger, with this Hunt sauce, and then over these noodles, and man, that's just delish to me, and I'm like, if we're going to have it any other way, I just don't want it. That's, that's what, I, I, I want the freedom in my spaghetti to have it the way I want it. We all enjoy freedom. We all enjoy having it our way. We don't want to be in bondage. We don't want to be in captivity. No one telling us what to do, what time to be home, what time to go to bed, what time to get up and go to work, go to school. Isn't that the life to live? Brother Roger, you wouldn't have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Wouldn't that be the life? <laughs> Friday, I was in a crowd of people, and the crowd was moving quite well. But we were, we were in, a, in a, an area probably about this wide right here, and it was just full of people, and we were walking and all of a sudden, everyone come to a stop. And I was looking, I was tiptoeing, I was looking, I was like, I don't know why we're stopping. And we were stuck. People behind me, people in front of me, I was just like, I hope there's not a stampede because somebody's going to die in here. I got frustrated, irritated. Any other kind of tated you can think of, that's what I was. I didn't have the freedom to go where I wanted to go. I was stuck. How many's ever been there? Everyone was stopped. We're all looking around. No one's moving. We were restricted yeah. from going forward. We couldn't go the direction we wanted to go. It was frustrating, aggravating, and irritating. I know each one of us has been in traffic where we felt the same way. How many's ever been in traffic? If you're alive and you drive... You've, you've did this. You're driving along, and traffic just comes to a stop. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. You're looking at your phone. You're, you're turning on the radio. You're trying to figure out what's going on. And there's no accident. 
and maybe one person on the other side of the interstate is pulled over and everybody just slowed down looking. You're like, what are we doing? I got this. You might as well loosen up. I'm just loose tonight. Just go ahead and laugh with me. We're going to talk a little bit. I started telling my family, we need to have the authority to revoke license. Just right there on the highway. I see somebody doing something revoked. Just just pull them over, you know, just, you, you know, they have things where they can kill your car now and everything. I'd just like them to have that machine just to kill their car. And they just have to pull over to the side and that's it. They do it on go-karts, you know, you're riding around real fast, all of a sudden they shut it off and you're just barely putting around. You're like, really? That's what I'd like to do to people. Just get off the road now. You did it wrong. You're revoked. Well, I know that's crazy. When we can't move around like we want to, it's frustrating can't keep traveling or we're stopped or restricted, held up or even detoured. We took a trip to Texas back in September with Peyton driving. And I blame him for the detours we had to take. Even though they were working on Interstate 30, I blame Peyton every time I let him behind the wheel. Detour. And I was like, are you kidding me, dude? He's like, it's not my fault. It's the state. Detours make me not happy. Well, not having our freedom is just, just the opposite of, freedom is just the opposite of bondage, slavery, enslavement. Well, here's my one and only scripture to get us started. I have more scriptures, but here's the one. It's Galatians 5 and 1. It's going to be short. Peyton's going to put it up there for us. This is in the New King James Version. It says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. By the way, the word liberty means freedom. Everybody know that now? Stand fast, therefore, in the freedom or the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. How many knows what a yoke is? Work on a farm at all, Sister Vanetta. I know she used to drive the big rigs out on the farm. You look at her, you think, well, she's not a truck driver. She's a truck driver right there. She can handle it. She also knows what a yoke is that controls the animal that's, that, that's pulling the load, that's doing whatever. That's what sin is. It, it has, it's wrapped around you, and you can't control it. It's controlling you. And I mentioned it last Sunday. People think, I'm doing whatever I want. No, sin is controlling you. You just think you're doing it. You just think you're doing the fun thing. Oh, this is great. This is fun. It's the devil's influence. Well, Tonight, I want to preach for a few minutes about freedom. I want to use this, and my title is Bondage or Liberty, Captivity or Freedom. Amen. Father, I thank you for your word. I ask you, Lord, to help me minister, speak through me. Let me be the conduit, Lord, that I speak tonight. Your words, your word is already anointed. Would you anoint me with the power of the Holy Ghost to speak in boldness? Let us receive what you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Today we were driving. This has nothing to do with my sermon, but it does. I said, there's a lot of times we go to church and we, we walk away and say, I wasn't fed today. And I mentioned something about it a little bit. I seen a meme or a cartoon or something on Facebook, and it was a whole table spread with food. And people said, they're just not feeding me. And it's like, no, you're just not eating. We need to be fed by the Word of God here tonight. Amen? Open up your heart. Open up your ears. Stay awake. Mom had an uncle. You fell asleep. He threw a songbook at you. 
I don't know if I have anything I can throw up here tonight, but stay with me. Bondage means it's the state of being a slave. A slave. You're a slave to bondage. That's, that's what it means. That's pretty plain. Bondage is how we are before we give our life over to the Lord. We're in sin. We're in bondage. We're slaves to what the devil wants us to do. And when we were in sin, we never thought that. Brother Benancio, we never thought we were slaves to sin. We thought we were living the good life. We were doing whatever we wanted to do. Living in sin. Living in sin is living in bondage to the devil. I mentioned last week that when we're in our sins, we're slaves to the devil. We're not doing what we want to do. The devil makes us think that we're doing what we want to do. But in reality, he's calling the shots. I hate it when Shelly's calling the shots. I want to call the shots. And she comes up with the same idea. I was like, I wanted to say it first. Oh, come on. You guys, you're just like me. Galatians 5 and 1 tells us to stand fast, hold on to the liberty or the freedom where Jesus has made us free. Jesus made us free. We are made free by accepting God's Son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior. How many free people do we have in the house tonight? Amen. I look out here, it looks like every one of us are free. Every one of us are, because we're not in bondage to sin anymore. Once we were in bondage. I got bad news for you. When you was born into this world, you was born into sin. We just want to blame Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, and it was their fault. I'm just going to keep blaming them. But we have a choice. We have a choice whether we want to be a free man or not. We can stay in that bondage or we can be a free man, right? Amen? Before that, we were slaves in sin. We were in bondage to Satan and sin. Once we have accepted Christ, we are free to live a holy life by evidencing faith in Christ and the finished work of the cross. Without the cross, we preached last, last week about the cross and the resurrection. Without the cross, we'd still be in our sins. We don't have a perfect sacrifice for our sins, to cover over our sins. That's why God sent Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul is the writer of Galatians, if you didn't know that. And he goes on to say, be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. He could have just said, don't be entangled in sin anymore. Don't go back to the vomit you were in. That's what the Bible says in one place. Going back to the vomit that you were in. I know that's crude and I shouldn't be talking like that. I'm just telling the truth tonight. Once you're free, you don't have to go back to the bondage. You don't have to go back to being a slave. Can you imagine being a slave, having to do whatever your master said, getting no choices, being able to go or do? You, you had no choice in that. To love someone of your own choice, you didn't have that choice. The, matters, the master speaks and you have to obey. I heard a story of a black slave, and when, when uh, Lincoln announced that there was going to be freedom and everything, he didn't believe it. He kept on being a slave. A year passed him being a slave simply because he didn't believe in his freedom. I'm going to tell you, we need to believe in our freedom tonight. The devil has no control over us anymore because of the freedom of the Spirit, because of the freedom of Jesus Christ gives us through the cross of Calvary. Amen? Glory. Can you imagine being a slave and not being able to do whatever you want to do? I know growing up, 
I didn't want to do what my parents wanted me to do. I could hardly wait for the day where I'd have my freedom and do whatever I want to do. I, I, I got to thinking, I'm not your little slave. I don't know if I ever verbalized that because I, I would have got a spanking probably for saying that one. I heard somebody say to me the other day, Dad, I'm doing everything for you. I said, you're supposed to. I've been doing everything for you. I'm paying everything for you right now. Well, when we're in bondage, the devil makes us think it was our ideas. You're having fun. You're doing what you want to do. Satan used the same same tactics I use on my kids and my wife. Do you know if I can make them think it's their idea? We're going to do it. Well, this, what do you guys think about this? I don't know if I want to. What do you guys think about this? I, I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> right? Come on. If you have kids, I know you've did that before. And when they're small, it's so easy. When they get 13, it's a little harder, but I still trick him. Trick him into thinking this is his idea. Dad, I really don't want broccoli. Oh, you love broccoli. It's going to be good for you. Well, if you want somebody to do something, the easiest way to get it done is make them think it's their idea. To abandon the cross, which is to abandon God and Jesus and what he did on the cross, guarantees bondage once again, and the sin nature is going to take over again. Because of Adam, you're born into sin. You have sin nature. Paul, he, he said it this way. He said, the things I want to do, I can't do. I'd like to do these things, but I, I have problems with it. We have a sin nature we're battling all the time. People say, well, I got saved. I don't have the sin nature. Yes, you do. Pinch yourself. You're still in the flesh. That's the sin nature. That's why it's not a sin. Listen to me close. It's not a sin for a bad thought to come in your head. It's a sin when you keep harboring it, you keep it there, and you keep meditating on it, you keep thinking about it. Because the devil, I said it this morning, I'll say it again, he doesn't stop coming after us. He's not going to stop coming after us. He's going to keep tempting you over and over. So don't be shocked when he's tempting you. Why am I thinking this thought? Why why does this cross my... Rebuke it. The reason why he keeps crossing there is because you're in a sin nature, and he's going to keep coming at you trying to get you to sin. Well... I'm the only one that the devil attacks. I can see that tonight. God bless you guys. I, can, I don't know how you do it. I want to take a look at bondage tonight. I have a great revelation for you tonight. You need to, need to listen close. Are you ready? Everybody ready? Sin brings bondage. Sin brings bondage. Everybody catch that? Wow. Say it backwards. Wow. Sin brings bondage. Sin brings bondage. It always has and it always will. Sin binds us or ties us up and brings us to bondage. And when, you, and when you're in sin, guess what happens? You lead others into sin. I mentioned a minute ago, we come to church and we want we want. God to give us something, God to do something for us. He's wanting us to do something. He's wanting us to be faithful. He's wanting us to be the example. He's wanting us to do things. And when I say this all the time, and I, and I hate to just beat it like a dead horse, you're leading someone to heaven or you're leading someone to hell. 
It's very simple. When they're looking at your life, what book are they reading? Are, they, are you leading them to heaven? What path are you on? What path are you leading them down? We need to understand that. I heard one preacher say, sin's like flypaper. A fly sees the other fly on the paper, not realizing that they are trapped, and goes over to be with his friend, and then sin traps him. The flypaper. I mean, knows what flypaper is. Some of these kids may not know. It's a sticky little thing. You usually put it in the corner, and flies are attracted to it. They get on it, and they can't get off. It's great if you're having problems with flies. Well, listen to Proverbs 5.22. It says, His own iniquities entrap the wicked man. I'll read it a different way. His own sins trap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. John 8, 34 says, Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. Well, Pastor, you're just preaching mean on a Sunday night. I'm just preaching truth on a Sunday night. Amen? If you're not a Christian, you're in bondage to the devil. It's a simple message, and I don't say that boastfully because I wish that no one was in, in sin and no one was a bondage to the devil, but they are, and they don't realize it. No, I, I'm free. I'm doing whatever I want to do. Well, the devil wants to put Christians back into bondage. He wants to steal your freedom. He wants to steal your liberty. You've probably heard about and I, I don't know, I've heard this in the years past, and I researched this again. You, you heard about how they catch monkeys? Have you heard about this? One of the ways they catch monkeys in the wild is the hunters, they'll take a coconut, they'll drain it all out, they'll put a hole in it just big enough for the monkey's hand to get in, and they'll put fruit inside there, and the monkey will come along and stick his hand in to grab the fruit. Monkeys are greedy. Monkeys want freedom to do whatever they want to do. And when the hunter starts coming to them, they'll start panicking, but they'll never let go of the fruit. And their fist can't get out of the coconut, which is tied up to the tree. That's how they catch monkeys. That sounds like what the devil does to us sometimes. Turn loose of it. <laughs> Pastor, I'm, I don't, I'm not hanging on to it. If you have sin, you're hanging on to it. It's your choice. The devil's he's he's entrapping you. He's he's uh, uh, putting the bait out there for you. But you have a choice to let it go or to keep holding on to it. The monkey will never release the bait. I'm going to tell you tonight, release the bait. Release the bait. Satan works very similar to this method. Listen, 2 Timothy 2 and 26, and that they may come to their senses. Wow. And that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil. If the monkeys were smart enough, they would just let go and get away. Having been taken captive by him to do his will. Let me tell you what. Bitterness. I'm going to be preaching a sermon on this very soon because God keeps bringing it up in my heart. Bitterness brings us into bondage. Acts 8, 23. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Wow. When we get bitter at life and let it consume our lives, we're in bondage. Trapped in a never-ending cycle of bitterness or anger, resentment. It's called bondage. We need to lay it down. And just because you're a Christian does not mean that the devil's going to stop trying these things on you. Matter of fact, the same sin that may have tripped you up before 
He may leave it alone for a while, keep hitting you in other areas, but he's always going to come back to that same one. He remembers the love you had for him. The carnal nature is always bringing us into bondage. Listen to this. This is God's word. It's Romans 7, 23. However, I see a different standard at work throughout my body. It is at war with the standards my mind sets and tries to take me captive to sin standards which still exist throughout my body. We're talking about the sin nature. We're talking about the flesh again. It's a sinful flesh. It's a sinful flesh. We have to line it up. That's why Paul tells us over and over and over to think on good things. Think on things that are pure, just, right? He's given us instruction. He knows. He's experienced this already. He's letting us know. And not, not only that, he's speaking as the Spirit is inspiring him. God knows. He's, he's letting us know. If we give in to the carnal nature and feed it, because it's at war with our spirit, we find ourselves back in bondage. This is good teaching. It's good preaching, too, but it's good teaching. Just to, just to hear this again and, and, and know it in your mind and have it in your heart, and you're ready for it. When the devil wants to attack you later on tonight or in the morning, you realize, uh-oh, I'm not going back to that bondage. I'm not going back to that sin. We are constantly fighting against those carnal urges, and we are trapped, and, and we seem to can't get free from it. And I'm going to tell you, just because, like I said, a thought comes, don't mean you, this does not mean you're sinning. Recognize the attacks of the devil. He wants to attack the mind. If he can't get you there, he's going to bring some picture across there. I mean, whether it's a woman or a man or a gambling habit, whatever it may be, you're going to see something. That, that looks fun. That sounds fun. Good preaching, Pastor. Keep going. I'm doing what David did. He'd encouraged himself in the Lord. When the people were ready to stone him, he was encouraging himself to the Lord. Well, I had to tell you the truth. I come here to tell you the truth tonight. Bondage comes about from our own choice. If you don't get anything else tonight, I want you to understand you have a choice whether you're in bondage or not. You have a choice whether you're going to be a slave to sin or not. You have a choice if you want liberty, if you want freedom. You have that choice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know we want to blame the devil for everything. We find ourselves bondage in sins and everything. Well, it's, it's the devil's fault. And you know what? Give him, give him credit for that because he does his job good. He's organized. He knows what he's doing. I say this all the time, though. We don't want to build the devil up so much that we think that our God can't conquer him. I'm like, that, that's, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. Well, we can blame him for tempting us. We can't blame him for the choices we make. We have the right to resist the devil. The Lord's been putting that in my heart over and over and over. James 4 and 7, therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Three things. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And you're going to watch him run away. Amen. I like... The God's Word translation of this, it says, So place yourself under, the, under God's authority. Resist the devil, and he'll run away from you. But I love the first part. Place yourself under God's authority. In our freedom, in our liberty, we have to give up our freedom and liberty to ourselves and our sin nature and come under God's authority. Well, I'm still in bondage then, right, Pastor? I, mean, I went from the devil's bondage to God's but No. There's freedom, in the, there's freedom in life in Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. 
Well, I like the way God's word said that, and it, just, it really touched my heart. I want to place myself under God's authority. I have a choice to place myself. Slaves don't have a choice. They're just in bondage to sin. If you're a free man, you can place yourself under God's authority. When he, when he draws you, you can give in to him. Give up the right to do the things your way. Surrender to God. And surrender everything. Don't try to run your own life. Let God. Be led of God. Choose God. Hallelujah. God's word, Romans 6 and 16 says, don't, don't you know that if you offer to be someone's slave, you must obey that master? Either your master is sin or your master is obedience. Letting sin be your master leads to death. Letting obedience be your master leads to God's approval. I want to be obedient to him. He has great things in store. He said that the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy, but he come to give me everlasting life, an abundant life, a life to the more. I want abundance in my life. I want abundant blessings in my health, in my finances, in my family, in my mind. I want abundance, spiritual blessings, the glory of the Lord. I want them blessings in my life. Hallelujah. We don't have to be in bondage. We can choose to be free. Every action that we, that we have is based on a decision. How many know that? It's based on a past decision. Taylor told me this week that babies, they, they found out now, scientists have found this out, or I don't know how they have a baby whisper or what, but babies are, are only afraid of two things, loud noises and falling. I don't know how they figured that out, but I know when I get to the edge of bed and I'm falling, I, that, it, that makes me afraid. It's harder to pick myself up than it used to be. Loud noises still scare me, make me afraid. They don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. Every action that we do is based on a past decision or a past experience that we've had. I am what I am today because of the decisions I made in my yesterdays. I chose not to be in bondage anymore. I chose not to be in bondage anymore. You can choose not to be in bondage anymore. I'm going to get to the good news, and I'm going to end it. Here's the good news. We've been set free from bondage. We've been set free from sin. And, and I want to ask this question. What do you think Christ come to earth for? To give us that freedom. It's because of his love that he did it. But why did he do it? To set us free. To set us free. Luke 4 and 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord has come upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty. Liberty. I hear the word liberty again. To proclaim freedom or liberty to the captives and, reco and the recovery of the sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. Wow. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Well, we're set free by truth. You've heard the truth tonight. Let me tell you some more truth in John 8 and 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'll tell the story again. We were riding along on the bus, and we had these couches in the bus, and I built the interior of the bus, and I didn't, some of the screws were too long, and I just didn't clip them off. And in one of the couches, I had a brand new Arizona Cardinal duffel bag. How many knows I like the Cardinals? Shelly put all the Taylor's toys in, in this duffel bag. And I think he was four or five years old. He wasn't very old. 
and he went to get his toys out of that couch. He lifted up the lid. He went to grab that bag, and the bag wouldn't come out. It was hung on a screw, and he had no idea what was going on. So he kept pulling until the bag tore, canvas bag tore. Come and told his mom, and I was driving down the road in the bus, and she said, you need to tell your dad. And so he sat down on the steps, and I'm driving down the road. He said, Dad, I want to tell you I tore your bag. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then he explained it to me. And I said, well, son, next time, you know, it's, it's hung up like that, stop, and let's look and see why it's hung up. He said, yes, sir. And he sat back there, and he was real quiet for a few minutes. He said, Dad, you know what? I said, what? And he said, I told the truth, and the truth set me free. He was afraid of a spanking for tearing something up. I told the truth, and the truth set me free. I'm going to tell you what. We need to know the truth and let the truth be applied to our life, and it will set you free. Amen. The law of the Spirit of life sets me free. Listen to this, Romans 8, 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Wow. Because of Jesus, sin doesn't have a hold on me anymore. When I want to step out of that, when I want to put on the yoke again of bondage, sure, it can, it can be there again. But I'm free from it through the Word. The Holy Spirit brings liberty. 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or freedom. Hallelujah. I want to be where the Lord is. I don't want to be in captivity. I don't want to be in bondage. I want to have liberty. I want to be in freedom. In my spirit. Well, praise the Lord. There's freedom. There's liberty. Jesus has broken the chains of bondage over that hold us captive and enslaves us to the sin nature, to sinful desires. He has the answer for it. We have the choice. Bondage, captivity, liberty, or freedom. Amen. Would you stand with me? Glory to God. Shelly's going to play us out tonight. I want you just to worship and thank God you have the opportunity through Jesus to experience freedom in your life. Freedom over everything. You know, and, and, I, and I'm going to encourage this, and I probably don't say it enough. Uh, someone asked me a question this morning. I thought it was a great question because they didn't understand it, and I loved it that they come and ask me. They did. They said, what is Provision. You may think, well, I know what that is already. Well, this person didn't. And I said, or, and I said it's when you have what you need. And I said, God provides things that you need. And, and they started understanding. I want you to understand the Word of God when we're, we're teaching it, when we're preaching it, to understand that when you're in sin, you're in bondage. Sin is bondage. But there's freedom through Christ. The devil's going to keep attacking. He attacks me every day. He comes at me every day. But we have to resist the devil. Submit ourselves to the Lord. And there's freedom there. Satan's going to take off running. Amen. Sing for us, Shelly.